All right. <clears throat> All right. Hey, last Friday of September 2023, Fritzberg and bloodandfaith.com. I posted an article, and I'll give you a link to it in the description of this podcast at bloodandfaith.com. But go to bloodandfaith.com. It talks about Civil War II. Civil War II. Do, are we, are we going to have a civil war? It answers that question. It also talks about resisting the Antichrist. And I'll let you read that. I won't go too much in depth on that. Um, there's a lot going on right now in the United States. We've got a, to call it a debt crisis, <laughs> kind of is an understatement. Uh, I was talking to somebody close to me today, and I, you know, we're looking at this and that and the other thing, and you know, financial decisions for my own life, my own family. Um, you know, what do we do? Do we buy? Do we sell? Uh, uh, you know, how do how do you make sense of the world today? Are interest rates going to go up? Are interest rates going to go down? And I tend to be more of a pessimist about the near-term future than an optimist. And I have other uh, dear friends, uh, smarter than I am with finance, much smarter than I am, much more sophisticated than I am with finances. And they said, well, it's, it's, it's late 2023, uh, elections coming up in 2024, interest rates will go down, and housing prices will continue to explode, and, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, and, and that's all absolutely solid advice. That's, that's wonderful, sound advice. And they're probably right. they got about an 85% chance of being right on that. I'm not a predictor of the future. I've never been a predictor of the future. I've, I've got a poor track record of predicting the future, so do not rely on me for predicting the future. Yet at the same time, I go back to the book of Jeremiah, and I look at Jeremiah, I look at Jeremiah the prophet, and he's going out, he says, dude, you're going to get your clock cleaned. God's mad, and he's going to send this country into slavery. You're going to go off to Babel. You're going to go to Babylon. Your, your wives are going to be taken for you. Your houses are going to be taken. You're going to be utterly impoverished. You're going to be, you're going to be destroyed because you've rejected the God of your ancestors. And all the priests, the, 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 the priests, the, the religious leadership of this is ancient Israel, has nothing to do with modern day Israel. The priests, the prophets, the established religious leaders, they wanted to kill, they did everything they could to kill Jeremiah. They said, Jeremiah, you're a freak. You're an aberration. You, 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 you smoke too much peyote. You're not hearing from God. You're not speaking for God. You're not, you're not saying the things from God. God loves this country and is going to bless this country. He's going to protect this country uh, because this is what God has told me. And you're just one cranky little dude out there in the end saying that bad things are coming. I could be kind and say that they were under the influence of, of what we would call now normalcy bias. There's a normalcy bias. It's going to go on the way it's always been going on. People hum and haw at the current budget crisis. Oh, yeah, they got another shutdown pending. Huh, oh, big deal. Nobody cares. More of the same, more of the same, more of the same. It's, you know, we've done this before like 50 trillion times in our own lifetimes. Uh, Ronald Reagan, Nixon, it goes all the way back. We're a Christian nation. We, you know, we love God. We support Israel. <laughs> Jeremiah's going back, and, and, he, and he, he's saying, listen, disaster is coming, dude. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. He says, you're, you're on crank. There's something wrong with you. 
And they tried to murder him. They tried to murder that guy. It was politically unsettling to hear what he had to say. Now, in the United States today in 2023, uh, we have, you know, there, you, you do not have to be somebody smoking some funny weed to understand what's going on in this country. If you have any reasonable understanding of history, history of the West, history of Europe, history of the United States, history of the world, you understand that things go in cycles. This is so simple. But not that people get an education in the United States, not in college, not in high school. No, you get an indoctrination. White people evil, black people good. You get an indoctrination. Maybe if you go to nursing school, you learn a couple things. Maybe if you're an engineering student or math student, you learn a couple things. But in the meantime, they're jamming this ideological brain warp down your mind and telling you, lying to you, telling you things that are not true. And I go all the way back to my PhD program, and they said, listen, the cause of all the evil in the world is a white man, the white Christian, European. And they lie, and they lie, and they lie, and they lie, and it comes out of Satan's own mouth, through Satan's own babies, through Satan's own synagogue, through Satan's own preachers. And these university professors are nothing more than false prophets or the prophets of Baal. The university professors are religious leaders. They're the prophets of Baal, except they don't believe in Baal. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in anything. Oh, we're scientists. They're so scientific. I'm mocking them. Please understand I'm mocking them. They're so scientific, they said a man or a woman or a boy or a girl can choose their gender. A boy can become a girl and a girl can become a boy. And yet they know for a fact that the DNA does not change. Their chromosomes don't change. Their genetics don't change. The XY chromosome does not come in and become an XX and the XX does not become an XY. They're liars when they tell you follow the science. They're liars when they tell you to trust the science. And if you talk about the turns of history, there's two, a couple things I'll recommend to you besides my own analysis. Is one, search John Glove, J-O-H-N, last name Glove, G-L-U-B-B. -B. He, was, he was a British military officer and was essentially proconsul of, I want to say, Syria, perhaps Jordan, 60s and 70s. Very involved back there. Br a brilliant man, broad depth. He can talk to you about um, history B.C., before Christ. And he wrote a little book, and it's called The Fall of Empires, I believe it is. It's on the internet. You can download it for free and read it. It's absolutely the worth the few 36 pages that it is. It's very small, very short. Try to remember to put a link up on that and write that down. Sir John Glove. And the other thing I'm going to recommend to you is uh, The Fourth Turnings. Right, read the stuff about the fourth. A lot of articles out there. Tons of articles on the fourth turning. And the point is this. All you have to be is reasonably intelligent and reasonably educated to look at the cycles of history in the world. The rise and fall of Rome, the rise and fall of the English Empire, the rise and fall of the Spanish Empire, the rise and fall of, of, of the Portuguese, the rise and fall of, 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 of you know, such and such dynasty in China, the rise and fall of the Aztecs, the rise and falls of the Mayans. It's, it's, there's, there, there's nothing new under the sun. 
And if you don't have any understanding of that, go read the Holy Scriptures. Read about the rise and fall of the empires in the Holy Scriptures. Go read Daniel chapter 7. you got these empires that rise and fall. They rise and fall. They rise and fall. And when you, you read John Glubb, you read his book and you, about the rise and fall of these empires. And he talks about, and he wrote this back, I want to say, in the late 60s or early 1970s. I think it was the 70s. And he says, these are the characteristics of the fall of the emperor. I probably ought to do a whole podcast on it, but just off the top of my head, it's been a while since I read it. He says, there's foreigners everywhere. <laughs> We've lost, you know, in this empire, and these are contemporaries of empires that came and went 2,000, 3,000 years ago, whether it's Egyptian or Persian or Roman or Greek or you name it. These huge cosmopolitan cities flooded by foreigners uh, the loss of any civic duty, the loss of morality, the loss of the old gods, shall we say. And these are all signs of impending collapse. And, and that's bigger picture. That's, uh, you know, that's the rise and fall of emperors that generally go along every about 250 years. He theorized, he argued, he demonstrated by his knowledge of history. And then you have another set of of theories of cyclical history and and one of the current ones is the fourth turning and and there's a couple authors they've been writing about this for 10 20 years look up the fourth turning and 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 there's you know you don't have to buy the books but you can it's probably a good idea to buy the books there's tons of articles about this fourth turning they say about 80 every 80 years uh, it, that societies go through a huge crisis and and of course they study american history and, and they, 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 there's, the, there's the approach to the crisis, there's the crisis, and there's the aftermath of the crisis. And, and the, the, the country is fundamentally changed. And it's not predetermined which way it goes. And they've been arguing that we are in the middle of a fourth crisis now. I would say that's an understatement. So between John Glubb, that every 250 years about empire collapses and we're right into the 250 year mark for uh, the, the American Empire if you go back to 1776 we're at 2023 that's almost spot on at, at 250 years if you go to the fourth turning every 80 years well we've got we, you know we had the, the revolution we had uh, the Civil War we had the Great Depression World War II and now when we're in the fourth turning this is the fourth turning for American history you go 80 years after, after uh, the, the third turning, you get the fourth turning, which we're in the middle of right now. So again, you don't have to be a prophet. You don't have to be spiritual. You don't have to be a seer. You don't have to eat bad pizza and have dreams in the night to understand what's going on in this country. And you go back and look at, you look at Jeremiah, and you see what Jeremiah had to say. And he says, look, dude, things are bad. Y'all are going to be hauled up and, and hauled out. It's not going to go good. And they said, shut up. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Nobody wants to hear that stuff, Jeremiah. We're going to get through this just like every other crisis. We're the greatest country in the world. We're going to make America great. We're either going to maintain our democracy under the Democrats or make America great under Trump. Either way, we win. Deficits don't matter. Russians are weak. Chinese, you know, it's, it's a threat. But we just say that because we want more money. Uh, Biden, uh, his corruption, never mind, and never mind, never mind, never mind about his corruption. 
and we're in the middle of this stuff. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm telling you, there's things going on right now. It's going on in real time. The collapse is going on in real time. You look at these inner cities. You look what's been going on in Philadelphia the last night or two, the last week or two, the last... And, and these, you know, the, and I had, a, I had an article about that, a podcast about that a couple of days ago, a day ago. The press lies about it. They said, oh, it's the youth, the youth, youth. No, no, it's not the youth. It's black people. It's black people destroying their own cities. I was talking to my wife today, and I, I said, you know, if, if you think BLM, and she listens to me, God bless her, she, she probably gets tired of listening to me, but, you know, I, I said, you're going you're gonna to get a podcast whether you like it or not. I said, if you think BLM and Atifu went away, you're mistaken. The only reason they have tamped down, not eliminated their activities, is because their people are in power. They don't want to like make Biden look any worse than he is already. And, and, and so they tamp down and they, they, they continue to train. They're highly organized. They communicate. They move as units. They have leadership. They have cadre. You're worried about a right-wing militia? Antifa and BLM are the militia of the Antichrist forces. I'm not going to call it the left anymore. As much as I can possibly, I'm not going to call it the left anymore. Christians, you need to wake up. you got this fantasy that, that, that you know, well, we, we're above politics. We're going to stay out of our uh, of politics. It's not the kingdom of the, uh, we're not the, of the kingdom of the world. We're of the kingdom of heaven. And so you look down your nose at politics, the, the D's and, and, and the R's, the right and the left, conservatives, liberals, progressives. They said, no, we're above that. I'm like, dude, have you not read the prophets? Have you not read Moses? Have you not read Jesus Christ? This, this guy named Moses. He had a nice life, man. He had a nice life. He spent 40, he was 40 years he'd been out of Egypt. He's got his wife, he's got his kids. You know, he's got some herds of goats and sheep, whatever he's got. Everything's good. God said, hey, I'm going to send you back to Egypt. If I were him, and he probably said this, he probably said, excuse me, I'm 80 years old, dude. Um, like I got a wife and the kids, and and I'm gonna go back there. They're gonna kill me. They wanted to. Kill, I left because they wanted to kill me. They're gonna kill me instantly. I will do absolutely no good whatsoever. I didn't hear from God. That wasn't God. That was not God. Moses said, "That's not God. It's not God for me to go back into Egypt and get killed, leave my wife and my kids out there with nothing. I need to build my dynasty right here with my wife and my kids. It's not God for me to go back there." telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you he heard this i'm telling you these men you, you you think that it's easy you think it's easy to make these decisions it was oh god called me i guess i'll go i guess i'll just go to egypt and i weep and i cry because it's not easy it's not easy and if you don't believe me look at jesus christ he said, God, and he's weeping, and he's weeping in the vineyard. He's weeping in, in the, at the Mount of Olives. He's weeping. He said, God, please, I can't do this. I don't want to do this, God. But he said, but God, not, please, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. You think Abraham went to Mount Moriah with his son Isaac? It wasn't trembling every step he took. 
trembling every step is took, he's took, saying, this can't be God. This is, this is not God. This is not God. This is the promised heir. This is what God told me. God told me that I was a son. He told me I would have a son. He told me he was going to build a nation through me, through my son. And this is my son. It's my firstborn son. It can't be God. And he went up and he pulled out the knife. He's going to plunge the knife into the heart of his son. And you and I are faced with, we're faced, we are in the middle of a situation. It's not coming, it's here. It's here. You've got the blacks burning down the cities they live in. And people are calling them youth. And we lie on a daily basis. We lie as a culture on a daily basis to ourselves and each other so we don't get into trouble by the Antichrist. And we won't call it the Antichrist. Oh, it's the left. It's the liberals. It's the rhino Republicans. It's the, it's the whatever it is. It's the progressives. It's the feminists. No, it's the Antichrist forces. And who are the Antichrist forces? They're led by who? You know who if you watch this show. You know who if you listen to my podcast. The enemy is very distinct in the Holy Scriptures. Forget some mid-20th century politician. is extremely distinct in the Holy Scriptures. Very, very clear who the enemy is. But we're cowards and we won't say it because somebody's going to call us an anti-something or other. We have more fear of the Antichrist than of Jesus Christ. American Christians and American whites. We're at the brink of a nuclear war with, with the Russians. They've been saying this for a year now. And near as I can tell, this administration tries to poke and poke and poke and push us to get us there. And again, I've, I've made the analogy before. You know, the bully comes up and he, and he, and he chest thumps some little kid to see if he can provoke him, provoke him into do, taking a swing at him or doing something. And then he just flattens him and destroys him. So I say it's his fault. That's where we're at right now with the Soviet the Russians. Let, what can we do to provoke them? Let's uh, tell them how to target their bases in Crimea. Let's tell them how to target their, their boats in, in, in the Black Sea. Let's tell them, uh, let's give them some weapons to do this stuff. So when they react, I say, oh, it's your fault now. And then we got the domestic you got the domestic situation. You've got Joe Biden up there, President of the United States of America, whether legitimately or not, demonizing essentially 50% of America. They would like to say it's less. 15%, 30%, 45%, whatever it is, 60%. They're anti-democracy. And they demonize and demonize and demonize. They said the reason this country will fail is because of them. And so you combine a war with Russia, a war overseas. And you accuse half of America with treason at home. And you have the perfect opportunity to do what they're already doing. They're already rounding up people and throwing them in jail. They're already shooting and killing dissidents. It's not coming. It's here. It's, it didn't, it's not coming. It's here. They're going against a billionaire to, to throw him in jail because they don't like his, what he, his, what's come out of his mouth. You got all these powerless people that are rotting in jail, the J6ers, for not doing a fraction of what BLM and Antifa have done for two years. It's already started. 
The civil war's not coming. It's already here. It's already here. They've demonized half of America. They want to get a war with Russia so you can, you can take all your, your crimes and you wipe them, you, you, you slide them under the rug. Whether it's the Epstein Island, human trafficking in Ukraine, Biden's tens of millions of dollars that everybody knows, right, left, Democrat, Republican, Christ, Antichrist, they know that that's what he's done. They know it. I mean, it's, they don't even hide it. You slide it all under the rug, and then you can justify the suspension of constitutional rights, which has already gone on. They've already suspended the Constitution effectively. We're going to work with Google and Microsoft and Twitter and, and, and all these other people. We're going to suppress your speech. Because we don't like the things you're going to say. We're going to destroy it. We're going to call you anti-democratic. We're going to call you misinformation. They've essentially already suspended the Constitution in effect. You've got governors saying that there's no Second Amendment. There's no, right to, there's no right to keep arms. There's no right to bear arms. Constitution, you can keep not only keep arms, but bear them. Not only keep them in a safe under lock and key, but you can bear those arms in society, in public. Well, that doesn't apply either. And, you know, we can go down all the, all the Bill of Rights, all the amendments. They don't care. They don't care. The war is here. The civil war is here. The international war is here. The war with Russia is here. The civil war is happening here at home in America. Where's the Christian? Where's the pulpit? Where's the pulpiteer? Where's the pastor? Well, I don't want to lose my flock. I need to take care of my flock and stay here and preach the gospel to my flock and, and make sure that they're okay and... You know, I don't want to get fired because, you know, get a big newspaper out there, front page. Uh, Donnie Smith, racist and anti-Semitic, pastor of First Baptist Church. And they look at the very few pastors, very few men of God, very few pastors out there that have, 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 have said, you know what? Ain't worth it. Well, I'm going there. I'm going to say what needs to be said. And they see how they get treated and they're terrified. They're horrified. This has to change. The pastors and the preachers and the pulpits are the nuclear weapon of our time. And it sits unused on the side of the battlefield because the men are scared or they have bad theology. I can't give you courage, but I'm trying to give you good theology. Believe me. You look at Stephen. Jesus Christ had just been murdered. They just killed him. They just tortured him to the death on the cross. It was literally 40 days later from the resurrection. Stephen, I'm presuming he was a young man. He'd get up there and he said what Peter wouldn't say. And, and I love, God bless Peter. Why did this go to Stephen? I, that's, that's, a curious, that's, a, that's a story in itself. Stephen gets up there. And he lays out everything you need to know about these people who call themselves Jews. Lays out the whole thing. He says, listen, your treason, your adultery, goes all the way back from when you came out of Egypt, man. It went all the way back there. It wasn't the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that you worshipped when you came out of Egypt. You took the star of the God Rampha out there with you. And you murdered the prophets and you murdered the righteous one. Preachers won't say what Stephen said. They won't because they know what's going to happen to him. 
And they're afraid. They're afraid for their life. How do you overcome the evil one? The blood of the Lamb, the word of your testimony, and not loving your life even unto death. That's it for now. Fritzberg and bloodandfaith.com.